0: Helping you live well, stay well, while keeping pace with today's rapidly changing healthcare environment. That's Summit Medical Group. And now it's time for SMG Radio. Here's Melanie Cole.
1: Although allergies are thought to cause headaches, they are two different conditions. Allergies can cause sinus congestion, which can then lead to headache pain. The two types of headaches are linked to allergies, sinus headaches and migraines. So what is this link between allergies and headaches? My guest today is Dr. Lisa Joseph. She's an internist with Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show, Dr. Joseph. Let's talk about that link between allergies and headaches. Do all headaches come from allergies and do all allergies cause headaches?
0: Well, uh, first I'd like to say thank you, Melanie, for this opportunity. I thought it would be appropriate to speak about allergies, uh, allergy and headaches since seasonal aller- allergic rhinitis or hay fever uh, is associated with sinus headache, which is a common complaint, especially now in the spring. And although sinus headache is commonly diagnosed by physicians and even self-diagnosed by patients, acute or chronic sinusitis appears to be an uncommon cause of recurrent headaches. And many patients presenting with sinus headache turn out to have migraines. The prominence of sinus symptoms often leads to the misdiagnosis of sinus headache in patients who meet diagnostic criteria for migraine. In fact, uh, an observational study that enrolled almost 3,000 patients with a history of physician or self-diagnosed sinus headache and no previous history of migraine revealed that 88% of these patients actually had a migraine. And in the patients with migraine, sinus pain, pressure, and congestion commonly occurred in association with typical migraine features such as pulsing head pain and sensitivity to light and activity and sound. Therefore, sinus headache may be difficult to diagnose. Sometimes physicians will give a trial of medication to see if the patient will respond. Actually, a systemic history is the single most important factor in establishing a headache diagnosis and determining the future workup and treatment plan. A thorough history also helps focus the physical examination and prevent unnecessary investigation and imaging studies. I often ask patients to keep a headache diary in which they can log such things as frequency, intensity, and duration of headache, number of headache days a month, associated symptoms and abnormalities, any precipitating and relieving factors, any recent change in vision, any recent changes in sleep, exercise, weight, or diet. And in women any change in their method of birth control and effects of menstrual cycle and hormone therapy
1: so if we suspect that a migraine or an aller, you know a headache is due to one of these seasonal or food allergies is the first thing we do we go to see an allergist or our internist or do we start right away figuring out, doing over-the-counter medications, trying Nasacort or things that might clear us up a little. Give us a kind of a working first line of defense, what you want people to do if they start to get these headaches on a regular basis.
0: Well, I think it's important to know what some of the triggers are and the symptoms before um, approaching management. And in terms of allergic rhinitis and hay fever, an allergy headache trigger would be nasal or sinus congestion. And this can occur from exposure to pollen, trees, grasses. The key for all headaches uh, is to identify the triggers and avoid them, which may not be easy to do. In terms of symptoms um, of sinus headache, the sinus cavities are hollow air spaces with openings into the nose to allow the exchange of air and mucus. They are located inside each cheekbone, behind the eyes, behind the bridge of the nose, and in the forehead. Secretions from the sinus cavities normally drain into the nose. Sinus headaches and pain occur when the sinuses are swollen and their openings into the nasal passages are obstructed, stopping normal drainage and causing pressure to build up. Often the pain is localized over the affected sinus, perhaps causing facial pain rather than a headache. For example, if the maxillary sinus in the cheeks is obstructed, your cheeks may be tender to the touch and pain may radiate to your jaw and teeth. Obstruction in other sinuses can cause pain on the top of your head or elsewhere. Sinus pain can be dull to intense. It often begins in the morning and becomes less intense after you move from lying flat to sitting or standing in an upright position. This is kind of a telltale sign. Similar pain can also be caused by severe nasal congestion, particularly if you have a deviated septum. Such headaches or facial pain can involve one side only. So in terms of management and treatment, the first thing you should do is um, see your physician and get the correct diagnosis. The first approach in managing the he- sinus headache is to avoid the allergens that trigger them. Many of these are airborne, so this may be difficult. Um, in terms of outdoor exposure, patients should stay indoors as much as possible when common triggers such as high pollen counts are at their peak, usually during the mid-morning and early evening, and when wind is blowing pollens around. They should avoid using uh, window fans that can draw pollens and moles into the house, and they should be wearing glasses or sunglasses when outdoors to minimize the amount of pollen getting into their eyes, as this can cause uh, sinuses to flare up as well.
1: So, Dr. Joseph, do you approve of things like air filters to keep the indoor air clean? And what do you think of something like nasal lavage to kind of give your sinuses that shower that might help with these headaches?
0: That would be a great idea, actually. Um, Some at-home treatments, uh, conservative management that people can do uh, without even seeing a physician would be to drink plenty of fluids to thin out the mucus, stay well hydrated, inhale steam two to four times a day, Spray the nose with nasal saline several times a day. Use a humidifier. Use a neti pot to flush the sinuses. Many people do that. And even applying heat to the sinuses, like a warm, moist washcloth to your face several times a day. I also tell patients that when they come in from the outdoors, uh, they're going to be covered with allergens. So one thing they should do is to not only wash their clothes, or, uh, but they should also take a bath so they're not getting into bed in the, in the evening with the allergens.
1: Well, that's very good advice is certainly the not getting into bed with these you know, allergens on you and people don't even really think about that sort of thing. So what is your best advice for people that are suffering from these seasonal allergies? They've got the sneezing and the itching watery eyes. What do you think of the various nasal sprays out there? Can some of them make the situation worse if they try some of those over-the-counter nasal sprays?
0: Well, this is where uh, it's important to see your physician first to get a recommendation of what you what uh, over-the-counter medicines you could use. Your doctor may suggest both prescription and non-prescription medications like antihistamines, decongestants, and corticosteroids. Antihistamines block the effect of histamine, which is a chemical produced by the body in response to allergens, and oral and nasal decongestants, um, may be the treatment of choice for nasal congestion that causes a sinus headache. Decongestants help relieve the stuffiness and pressure caused by swollen nasal tissue. Intranasal corticosteroids are also used. These medications can significantly reduce nasal congestion as well as sneezing, itching, and a runny nose. Other treatments and medications include immunotherapy or allergy shots. This may be recommended for people who don't respond well to treatment with medications experience side effects from medication, or have allergen exposure that is unavoidable. Nasal chromelin is also used. Nasal chromalin is a nasal spray that blocks the body's release of allergy-causing substances. Nasal chromalin can help to prevent allergic nasal reactions if taken prior to an allergen exposure, but it doesn't work in all patients. And then finally, pain relievers. Uh, over-the-counter medications like acetaminophen and ibuprofen may provide some short-term relief for sinus headache pain.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Joseph. That is great information. You're listening to SMG Radio. For more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening.